Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, August 3rd. Last night's explosive turnout in Kansas showed that the issue of abortion in a post-Roe v. Wade world can get voters to the polls. That while the Biden administration is making moves to protect abortion access. Abortion rights will stay protected in the very red state of Kansas. That's because last night, voters overwhelmingly rejected a ballot measure that had it passed could have easily paved the way for a near total ban or total ban on abortion in the state of Kansas. Voters were quite clear they didn't want that. 59% of voters voted no, and just over 41% voted yes, meaning a minority of people in Kansas wanted the state constitution amended and a restrictive ban to take shape. That was the minority position. And here's the thing. This was not just Democrats. This was a widespread sentiment across the state of Kansas. If you look at some conservative counties that Donald Trump won by 30 points, even if the the winning side, the no side, the abortion rights supporters and advocates side didn't win that conservative county, it was like a much closer contest. So you see this issue beyond party here. This was sort of the first proof point we've gotten electorally That matches up with all the polling that we've seen, which is that Americans are opposed to what the Supreme Court did in the Dobbs decision in overturning Roe v. Wade. Every poll has shown that what we now have is voters actually making their voices heard on that at the ballot box. Here's how the no coalition, the winning side, reacted. This is courtesy of KAKE. From the moment that lawmakers put this on the primary ballot... We knew it was going to be an uphill fight, but we did not despair. We put in the work, and these numbers speak for themselves, folks. CNN affiliate WIBW covered the Yes Coalition in Kansas, and they're vowing that the fight is not over. They are going to continue to sue our limits on abortion, and they will continue to make Kansas a destination for extreme abortions. And when that moment happens, our movement will still be here. The big question that hangs in the political universe after Kansas is, is this translatable to Democrats broadly in a general election context this November? I mean, this is one thing where literally the abortion issue was on the ballot. It's another when a Democratic candidate sort of metaphorically saying abortion is on the ballot, uh, yet so is economy, inflation and so many other things. So can this moment of energy translate in some way to the benefit of Democrats in the fall, that remains to be seen. But clearly, President Biden sees some real glimmers of light in the results last night. The voters of Kansas sent a powerful signal that this fall, the American people will vote to preserve and protect the right and refuse to let them be ripped away by politicians. And my administration has their back. We'll get to his administration's latest moves on this issue in a bit. 
Republican Senator Roy Blunt downplayed the effect abortion rights will have on the midterm, saying he didn't know if it would really energize Democrats. You know, I think the best place to solve these, to deal with these issues at the state level, and if that's what Kansans want to do, that would fall within my longtime held view. Now, what you hear from Blunt there is two things. One, it sort of echoes what the Supreme Court justices in the majority in the Dobbs decision said is sort of the argument that this now, you know, goes back to the states, the people's representatives, and that's how this should be worked out. But what you also hear there is a Republican at the federal level not wanting to make abortion the front and center issue because he understands where public opinion is on this. This was sort of the proof point last night as to why the Roy Blunts of the world, the Mitch McConnells of the world, when the Dobbs decision came down, they weren't instructing their Republican candidates to champion this 50-year victory for opponents of abortion rights and finally getting to the promised land. No, they said, go and talk about the economy and inflation. But just because of the vote that we saw in Kansas last night does not mean that Republican lawmakers in several states are going to all of a sudden halt their efforts to pursue some of these total abortion bans. Indiana and West Virginia are the latest states to have recently convened special sessions to consider restrictions on abortion. An Indiana bill that would ban abortion at all stages of pregnancy with limited exceptions is headed for debate in the state's full House of Representatives this week. Indiana is in the national spotlight on this, too, because a doctor who provided abortion services to a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio is being investigated by the state's Republican attorney general, Todd Rokita, for potentially violating reporting and privacy laws in this case. The doctor maintains she followed state laws in reporting the care she took on a minor to the appropriate state authorities. The doctor told CBS News that she has felt threatened in the wake of this investigation. You know, it shows how, you know, abortion, instead of being um, part of healthcare, which it is, um, a needed life-saving procedure, which it is, has been used to create a wedge between people politically and personally. In a response to CNN's request for comment, Rokita's office said they, quote, don't discuss details of investigations. In West Virginia, however, the Republican-led state legislature did not come to a consensus on a bill that would ban abortions with some exceptions, leaving the procedure legal in the state for now. In more than a dozen states, legal fights are underway over abortion bans and other laws that greatly limit the procedure. Abortion rights proponents have taken legal action challenging several states' abortion restrictions and have seen some success in temporarily blocking bans in at least five states, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Utah, and Idaho. The United States Department of Justice is suing the state of Idaho over its near-total ban on abortion. DOJ claims the ban, which is set to take effect August 25th, violates federal law because it restricts access to abortion to patients who need life-saving medical treatment. This marks the first time the Biden administration has taken legal action to protect abortion access since the Supreme Court's decision in the Dobbs case overturning Roe. In a statement, Idaho Republican Governor Brad Little said the DOJ is, quote, overreaching and that the lawsuit is, quote, politically motivated, adding state leaders will defend Idaho's laws. As we noted, since the Supreme Court overturned Roe, 
and took away that federal constitutional right to an abortion, it's been up to each state to deal with this, and that limits what President Joe Biden can do. Last month, Biden signed an order that he said would safeguard access to abortion care and contraceptives, protect patient privacy, and establish an interagency task force, which met today. He also signed another executive order today that aims to ensure access to abortion and related health care services. And I commit to the American people that we're doing everything in our power to safeguard access to health care, including the right to choose that women had under Roe v. Wade, which was ripped away by this extreme court. But ultimately, Congress must codify the protections of Roe as federal law. He went on to say that if Congress fails to act, Americans have to vote in lawmakers who support abortion rights in the Senate and House of Representatives. This executive order directs the Health and Human Services Secretary to make sure women receive, quote, medically necessary care without delay. That includes providing health care providers with the technical and legal guidance as they deal with various laws and bans being introduced in their states and nearby states. It also says HHS should consider taking actions to guarantee women traveling across state lines to get an abortion that they will have access to health care services, including through Medicaid. Kansas is not alone, by the way, with an abortion measure on the ballot. We are likely to see an abortion-related measure on the ballot in Michigan, in blue states like California and Vermont. But mark my words, after the results from Kansas last night, if you are a Democratic candidate who is a supporter of abortion rights and you are running in a battleground district or a battleground state, you are going to put the battle for abortion rights front and center in your campaign. Because what we saw is that it does have the ability to enliven the electorate and push people to the polls. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.